Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Let's talk about COVID a little bit. And I know you're probably like, ah, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a situation. We were debating whether we should make this a moral combat. However, we realized once we post some things online without full context, you have to give full, the most detailed and utmost yeah. context for things now or people are just going to run with it the wrong way. We had a conversation in my house two days ago because we are supposed to be boarding a plane at 10.50 tomorrow night. What is the situation? If you are planning to travel and your partner tests positive for COVID, but you don't, and let's just say for the this specific situation, let's just say for sure you don't have COVID. Okay. Would you still go on the trip? Now, here's the asterisk. It's his extended family, and well, all of his family, not just extended. It's all of his family, including his parents that are in Brazil. I said, you are stupid if you don't go. And he said, but no. I want to spend Christmas with you. I said, spend Christmas with me another year. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. We've peaked. We already bought a house. You think think I'm leaving now? Yeah, good nope. call. Good we'll be call. paying this thing off till we die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't that's a tough one. I think I would I would not go out of solidarity. Um but I knew then, that would be your answer. Yeah. But I feel like there's, I mean, with family, now that's that's the difference, is he's got family there, so he would be able to... All of his family. Yeah, all of Every his family. single yeah. one. He and hasn't it's been seen a few them years. Since. Yeah. How long has it been? We locked out and got to go right before... Right before COVID, yeah. So a couple everything. years, almost like pushing two but years. But home for Christmas? First time yeah. since we met. Yeah. Hasn't been home for Christmas in five years. Yeah. I would, I would not go, but I also see why I would be on your side that you, like, you would force him to go still. It's not even letting him go. It's forcing him to go. <laughs> if it were the other way around, I know I would have to not go because he would be bummed. But otherwise, if he was like, no, you should go, I'd be like, goodbye. 100%. 100%. And I would you, not you'd want. You'd go spend Christmas with his family. No, I, that would be, there'd be a little bit of a language barrier there. Oh, I've been okay. trying to learn my, yeah. I've been trying my best to learn some Portuguese. However, yeah. I feel like it would be a very, I gotta let these, I gotta let my conversation out, you know? Otherwise it builds up. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like breastfeeding, but for me it's like words. Right, yeah, yeah, okay. You get sore if you don't let it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wondering, what would you do? Because obviously, the other person's gonna have to quarantine. It's not like they can go see their family in Canada. Yeah. Oh, boy. Until you get that negative test. You are, must be, you are some sort of masochist right now because you're giving yourself the worst possible hypothetical situation. Oh, I do that all the time. That's happening all the time. in it's literally of mine. two days. Yeah. <laughs> like more like 40, like 36 hours at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. But it's just, you got to go through these situations, right? I'm like, you have to get on this plane. Again. Yeah. Theoretically, if it's like a guaranteed, it's not going to show up to be a positive test in 12 hours because that would suck too to go there and just have to be stuck in a room the whole time. Yeah, I, I would say that the, by necessity, if either one of you test positive, you'll both be staying home for the holidays. But also in theory, let's say you have a Christmas completely to yourself, but not for any negative ways aside from the fact that you couldn't go on a trip that you planned. But let's say you have the house all to yourself for one Christmas. Would you just live your best life? Would you enjoy that moment or would you be sad not to be with everybody? Um, to well, me, like I'm, you I, said, yeah, 
That was almost like last year. Last year, I mean, we had, obviously, yep. we've got our immediate family, so the backstage family was all together, but we didn't see any extended family, and it was... It was nice. We acknowledged that it wasn't ideal, but it was still kind of nice. A lot of a lot of this past couple of years has been not ideal situations, but at least, you know, you kind of pumping the brakes a little bit. One year off is not a horrible thing. Christmas comes a lot faster now every time, every year. Seems like there's a lot less time between Christmas and there used to I be. I blame the stores. <laughs> I blame the stores. It's because they start selling that Christmas stuff in September, that as we learned be. this year. Well, somebody yeah, texted going, us going. Uh, out of London saying that they would recreate Home Alone. They were Home Alone, so why but not? that's the thing, yeah. Like, Order I, a I, giant pizza, watch some d- movies, and... And to be fair, I tell the beautiful Brazilian cyber cop all the time, you need to leave the house. And it's not because <laughs> he's, he's a bad person. He's, he's actually the best person I've ever met. Yeah. So I'm still with him. Yeah. But I'm like, he's home all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so if that was the case, I'd be like, go. Go do your thing. Yeah. Maybe I'll paint. Maybe I'll take up a new hobby. A lot of ca- a lot to catch up on. Yeah, that's true. A lot of downtime <laughs> yeah. to catch up on. A lot that's of me to yeah. discover. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. So here's something that's not overly shocking. However, there's. I think it's been more joked about and maybe people get a little bit of shock when they realize that this actually does happen in real life. Turns out, survey says that over half of people who are remote workers, they said that they do not recognize their coworkers when they see them for the first time. <laughs> I I believe that. I completely believe that. Me too. And I actually witnessed this for myself when I went to the beautiful Brazilian cyber cops um, Arctic. Wolf, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Party because that company has been expanding year over year. So. It's Lots not only people. that, they're, yeah, like they're new coworkers. A lot of people never got to meet in person. And there was a lot of like, oh, I didn't recognize you. Like, yeah. and thankfully, they were smart enough. Everybody had name takes at this event. That's that's hilarious for what <laughs> it's like a meet and greet of your coworkers because it it's is. been so long without actually seeing people face to face. And it's such a weird experience. Like for us, this was kind of the case. Like we had. Benny, we, we used to work for the same company before, but when I yep. started joining you guys on the radio, like we had never actually met in person before. We no, met in right. person the day we started being on air together. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we, well, and we have a new boss around here now who has been remoting in, and we've, he, we've met him in person, I think, once so far. And Jeff went up to him and asked him a question, and he responded to him, and he was like, oh, yeah, I was talking to Jeff about this, and, uh, you know, I think we're going <laughs> to, and, and Jeff it was like, Oh, okay. Sounds good. He didn't really say anything about it, but it's tough. And I think the issue, part of it is Zoom. You put in your name, but we're all such goofballs in this industry. Oh, yeah. Yours is not Ben for the most part. Yeah, mine is always not Ben. And then I realized we're actually in a really serious meeting. I'm like, oh, well. Just shut my camera off now. But that's the thing, too. A lot of people do these meetings without their camera on, and for good reason. So a separate survey found that um, over half of people who are working remo- remotely judge their colleagues' office decor or uh, your furniture really? during those virtual meetings. Oh, that's Ooh, funny. that hurts. Because, like, mine, anytime I've had to do a Zoom meeting from home, you can see that paint swatch that has been sitting on my wall <laughs> for the last over 12 months now. Yeah. Um, 
Mine and like over a- half half of people as a result of this, by the way, said that, yeah, I've updated my decor as a result of like being worried about being judged by people. I have to wonder how many people now have a Zoom wall. You know, like they've got the one spot that's good lighting and they've kind of decorated the wall behind them so it looks like they've got their stuff together. And by that, I mean, we have done that <laughs> in our household. We have a Zoom wall now. Just the wall. It's like a step and repeat. It, it, exactly. Yeah. It is that sort of thing. It's within the frame of the webcam is all you need. <laughs> and then outside of that is all the kids junk. <laughs> it's, you know what? Hey, if influencers can do it, why can't you do exactly. it? Exactly. I agree a hundred percent. I always commend the people who are smart enough, like to just get a, a background that looks like an office. Cause normally you can barely tell. Like and then that makes poster? me even, no, Big some people, you get the green screen. But you just Google image search for, oh, like, yeah. office. Yeah, that's so obvious, though. You could tell when somebody's green screening in. But, listen, I, I say don't look in my house, creep. <laughs> I mean, I, I will look in your house if you do the other way, but I'm just saying it's fair game if you decide to use a green screen. That's just another cloak to your identity. Yeah, yeah that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. This story is a freaky one, and it's one you obviously never want to happen. However, uh, it's something that I do think has the potential to happen more often. So this is out of Waterloo Region, but something I think you should pay attention to no matter where you live. So Waterloo Regional Police reporting that a man was arrested after breaking into someone's apartment posing as an Uber Eats driver. Oh. A wallet was stolen. That's it. Nobody was harmed, so that's a good thing. However, this kind of happened in my old apartment building that I was living in in Waterloo, so uh, about three years ago. And here's where there's an, an issue. is that apartment buildings, and I think specifically in Canada... People are too polite. It's almost like my four-way stop rant where I say you have to stop waving people along when you have the right of way. You're going yep. to cause an accident. Yep. It's like people letting other people in their apartment building when you don't know if they live there or not. This is a double issue because a good friend of ours that I used to visit quite a bit lived in an apartment building. And this person left his apartment unlocked at all times. Like, he would go away for days and leave his apartment unlocked. But then at the same time, anytime I went to visit, somebody would be walking in or out and they would let me in. There'd be the odd time I'd be waiting in the little vestibule and either waiting on a phone call or something, like a text to say that I'm here or like ringing through the system. Somebody walks in or out, they hold the door open for me. Yep, so that happened all the time in my old apartment building, and I do want to correct myself. They are actually still looking for this guy, but again, while it's stolen, nobody was hurt or anything, but just posing as an Uber Eats, and FYI, we've gotten PR emails from another food delivery company. It's not hard to get those bags. Just well, because not. they have the bag doesn't mean... You could even pretend to be an employee, I'm you sure. Apply. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure you... And just get all the stuff. Yeah. So this happened in my old apartment building, but somebody let a pervert in. Oh. And he... Would he did some weird things in some elevators? Ugh, gross. And so one Christmas, about three years ago, when we were living in this apartment building, maybe three or four years ago, the police were in her apartment building and in the lobby. When we get home from holiday break, we thought there was a fender bender in the parking lot or something. So we come home from Christmas, 
The beautiful Brazilian cyber cop is in his plaid pajama pants because we were, we were stuffed. You know, we just went home. Yep. We wave to the police like, hi, how's it going? And just keep walking into the elevator. We go up to our apartment. <laughs> yeah. We go up to our apartment and there is a photo of what looks like the beautiful Brazilian cyber cop posted. He's the on, pervert? On everybody's door. Oh, no. It looks exactly like him when he goes downstairs to the basement to do laundry. Plaid pajama pants, dark glasses, uh, a big scruffy beard. And we were like in shock. But anyway, (laughs) and at the time, beautiful Brazilian cyber cop did not have his permanent residence. He had applied, but he was like very close to getting deported. So we were so scared that he was going to get nailed for this. Uh, incorrectly. Oh, no so kidding. I went downstairs and talked to the police. I was like, hey, so what's the situation with this guy? And they said, oh, we're trying to find him. People were letting this guy in the building. He didn't even live in our building. Well, they thought he did because they thought he was your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the issue. You can't just let people into your apartment building. No, even though sure. if you think it's the polite thing to do, you can't do that. People got to swipe their cards. That's so dangerous. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we it was got quite a, the situation. We got a text saying that you can buy those uh, those bags on Marketplace. The skip the, the dishes the in like Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Yeah. People, I'm, I'm sure if people worked the job for a little while and they wanted to get rid of it, I'm guessing you have to pay in for that stuff initially. I don't know for sure, but yeah, apparently they're up on Marketplace. Oh yikes! Don't be getting <sighs> any ideas. Yeah, that's the thing. So there, and also with people who appear to be like service workers, I'm sure it's not hard to get, you know, like a, a jumpsuit of some sort and be like, yeah. oh, I'm an electrician. I'm yep. a blah, 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 blah. I'd be sure. like, well, the person who is supposed to let you in will let you in when you see them because just a little PSA. Okay. Another PSA. I don't even let people who look like they're supposed to work here in this building. <laughs> it happens. No. Nope. I, mean, I look like a jerk sometimes. But I'm like, hello. And I just zip right along. Yep. The great thing now is like at least if you're if you're in your workplace and you're wearing a mask and I think I don't know in apartment buildings if you have to wear a mask once you get in there. I'm going to assume so. Oh, anyway, probably, yeah. You can use your mask if you're worried about coming off as impolite. Just hide behind the mask. Just there bring, you go. Bring it up over your eyes or else. Yep, just just <laughs> let yourself wallow in shame for a little bit knowing that you didn't let a weirdo into your building. There you go. Good call. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is another one from Anonymous. If you want to send us a help desk, you can do that by going to virginradio.ca. Click on the photo of Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. That's us. And then you can submit the help desk that way. You can be anonymous. You can come up with your own name, whatever. So today's help desk Let's have some fun with this. <laughs> so they said, I need you to give me the best backhanded compliments or even festive comebacks. Comebacks in general. Like you guys were talking about on the show, how about how the nicest way to let somebody know they're a bad driver? I need that, but for family dinner situations. So here's some context. I live at my parents' place still, and I'm 31 years old. I work full-time from home, and I actually make a really great side income streaming on Twitch. I have investments in crypto. I'm a good person, but the fact that I don't have a girlfriend and I live at home, my the rest of my family always has something shady to say at holiday dinners. I feel bad for my parents. They always look embarrassed when comments start to roll, and it's not their fault. When their siblings, my aunts and uncles, and their parents and grandparents say something 
something shady. It's also not my fault that their generation ruined the opportunity for me to ever own a house as a single man. My siblings and cousins, who are all in relationships, but close to my age, also always seem to have something to say. Any help is appreciated. Anonymous. Oof. Your family sucks, first of all. Yeah. Sorry, I don't. I know that's not festive to say, but like, how <laughs> judgy. And that FYI, I cannot wait for our help desker to cash in on that crypto, hopefully someday. And or, you know, I've seen people make full on careers and do the Twitch thing full time. Oh, yeah. It for can sure. be done. Like, it can be. People yeah. should not be so judgy. Yeah. Oh, man. I it's, it's hard to come up with a comeback when you don't know what the initial thought is. But I mean, we do know they're going to be leaning towards the like you live in your mom's basement and you game. Yeah. No girlfriends. That sort of. Yeah. That angle. Oh, boy. Yeah. How do you respond? How do you make your parents, you want to say something, you want to say something that is nice enough that it won't cause further drama, but you want to say something that is shady enough that will shut them up. You also want to like, you want that look on your parents' place when they're like, oh, here we go again. You want them to just be like, that's my boy. You know, if you're, boy, this is a toughie. If, if you're doing pretty well with Twitch... And you've got a decent job and you've got crypto. You've got some expendable cash, perhaps. Grab, like, get a whole bunch of hundos out of the uh, ATM. And then if they're really ribbing on you, start pretend crying and then wipe the tears away <laughs> with the $100 bills. Ooh. <laughs> I like that in theory. I just know with the Canadian bills, that plastic can give you a cut. Still. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ooh. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Anonymous. And boy, oh boy, we are getting flooded with thoughts. We want yours. But first, let me tell you what's going on with today's tea. So they say, I need your best backhanded compliments or festive comebacks. Like you guys were talking about on the show, I need the nicest way to let somebody know they're a bad driver. I need that, but for family dinner shade. So I live at my parents' place still, and I'm 31. I work full-time from home. I actually also make a really great side income streaming on Twitch. I have investments in crypto. I'm a good person, but the fact I don't have a girlfriend and I live at home, my family always has something shady to say at holiday dinners. I feel bad for my parents. They always look embarrassed when comments start to roll. And it's not their fault when their siblings, my aunts and my uncles, and their parents, uh, my grandparents, start the comments. It's also not my fault that their generation ruined the opportunity for me to ever own a house as a single man. My siblings and cousins who are all in relationships but close to my age also always seem to have something to say, too. Any help is appreciated. Anonymous. Oof. Aside from people saying, get a new family. <laughs> a lot of texts. Uh, we have a texter, Haley, from London, who is coming in hot. She's got four comebacks for us. She just keeps firing them away. All First right. First one, say this. I mean, I guess I'm just not looking to settle for less than I deserve. I know my worth. Ooh, ah. okay. Yes. Or he could say, I guess I'm just wanting to break the I want to be average and boring trend like the rest of my family. Pow. Then All she right. says, here's another. I'm actually planning on being successful in my life. I'm in no rush. I'm trying not to follow and do a repeat of those around me. 
Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> okay, we have we do have the other side of things. We got another text that said, I don't feel particularly sorry for this person. You're living the stereotypical gamer life. Are you contributing to your parents' bills? If not, you're just using them to boost your savings. What's wrong with renting and getting on uh, buy on your own? Ooh. Well, the problem with renting is, is that it costs the same or more than a mortgage. Yeah, it's a lot. Again, as a single no person, good luck. I feel for you very, very much. Also, let's assume in this case that this person is helping with the bills. I think when they said, I am a good person. Yeah, yeah. I fair. don't think people would normally say that if they were not contributing to the bills. And, and if you are a freeloader, I find freeloaders don't normally invest in anything. Oh, good call. Good call. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But maybe I could be wrong about that. I could be wrong, but I'm going to say that this does not seem like the case. I also think that uh, you can't even say stereotypical gamer life anymore because there's no such thing as a stereotypical, basically anything. Games. But yeah. Anybody can be on Twitch. You don't even have to do games on Twitch. I was thinking, though, if your family starts to get really shady, I think you should put that on Twitch. Ooh. Do some underground. Just go live for yeah. your whole dinner and be like, hey. Since you guys want to comment on it so much, I thought I'd just involve you. Want to be included? Oh, you seem like you were missing all those out. Tips rolling in. Do you get tips in Twitch? Is that how it works? Or I don't know. I have a friend that streams, streams on Twitch, and she loves it. However, I have not personally. No, I haven't either. Hmm. Either way, I think yeah. you're doing all right. You seem to be doing okay. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Anonymous saying, I need your best backhanded compliments or festive comebacks. Or like you guys were talking about on the show, the nicest way possible to let somebody know they're a bad driver. I need that. But for family dinner shade, I live at my parents' place still and I'm 31. I work full time from home and I actually actually make a really great side income from streaming on Twitch. I have investments in crypto. I'm a good person, but the fact that I don't have a girlfriend and I live at home, my family always has something shady to say at holiday dinners. I feel bad for my parents. They always look embarrassed when comments start to roll and it's not their fault when their siblings, my aunts and uncles, and their parents, my grandparents, start the comments. It's also not my fault that their generation ruined the opportunity for me to ever own a house as a single man. My siblings and cousins who are all in relationships but close to my age, they always seem to have something to say too. Any help is appreciated. Anonymous. Whew. Where do we even start with some of these texts? Look uh, them right in the eyes and respond with, I could eat a bowl of alphabet soup and poop out a better argument than the one you're trying to have right now. That's a classic. I love that one. Uh, yeah, it censored that one a little bit. Uh, there is a few texts coming in along the lines of, uh, oh, wow, you really think about me a lot, huh? Or you must have really boring lives if all you want to do is talk about me when we get together. I like I like that kind of idea. I like, do like that, too. Why do you care so much about what I'm doing? Yeah. And also on that same Why note, Why are you though, so obsessed with me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on that same note, though, we have a lot of people telling this person how to live their life rather than come back. <laughs> like what? I'm trying to find these texts. There's so many right well, now. I'm I'll, just trying to work through them. But a lot of texts of people just saying, well, if you have a good job and good side income, get an apartment, get a house, all this sort of thing. There's a lot of people just that are uh, siding with the family as opposed to the texter. Well, that's what Help Desk is all about. Absolutely. We got to read both sides. Got to read true. both sides. Yep. I personally disagree with that. It is, again, like, why, if your parents are cool with it, and also think, 
North America is a little weird. Like, there are so many other cultures where people live with their parents their whole lives. They just live in a big old house. If you have the space to be comfortable with doing it, yeah. and you're all cool with it, yeah. why not save a ton of money instead of just floating it off to the rent universe? Now, I would, I would suggest perhaps, and I don't know if this is accurate or not, I don't know if it's uh, having a tough time finding a girlfriend or finding a partner of some sort, but could a potential roadblock be, hey, my parents are out. Let's go. Uh, let's go back to my place or like, let's go into the basement of my parents place where I live. Is that a potential roadblock? Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> I think so. 100%. <laughs> Although we did get a text saying, if you need a girlfriend, I am here for the help desker. Hello. Here we go. Could be a love connection there here. There we go. <laughs> Imagine that. Boy, that'd be something. Yeah. So we got another text saying it does sound like a cop out just because he can't own a house that he's at home. But if he is helping out his parents uh, or even physically helping them around the house as they age, I'm sure that honestly, I, I'm, I'm going to assume that that is the case. I think there's a lot of assumption right now that anybody that lives at home is a freeloader. And I, that is not the case. And I say this as somebody who has not basically lived at my parents' place since I was like 18 years yeah, old. Yeah. I'm, and I am so jealous of you if you've been able to save money by living at your parents' place for an extended period of time. That's also all of my siblings. They yeah. all did that. The amount of financial setback you will have from just blowing all that money on rent. Again, it's yeah. it's up to this. I needed to leave, but it's up to if you can do it comfortably, why not save yourself money? You could buy your parents a whole new house somewhere in the future. Well, buy yourself one first, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. Break out your celebrity breakup bingo card because, oh man, you are going to have some squares to X off on this. I'm ready. Jason Oppenheim on Instagram has not only posted it in his stories, but then also made it a, a feed post as well. Well, Chriselle and I are no longer together. We remain best friends. And we will always love and support one another. She was the most amazing girlfriend I've ever had. And it was the happiest and most fulfilling relationship of my life. That's not going to be on the card. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Tough to follow. While we have different wants regarding a family, we continue to have the utmost respect for one another. Oh, that's definitely a... Yeah, that's one. That's one. Yeah, for sure. Chriselle is an exceptional human being, and loving her and having her in my life is one of the best things that has ever happened to me. Oh, man. That is a very, very sweet breakup note for each other. And I mean, I always respect people who just realize that their life wants are different. So instead of like waiting for the relationship to turn toxic because they want different things, they break up amicably. However, how do you follow that? You know... That almost sounds like a take-me-back sort of breakup note. Uh, Just being very hmm. sweet about everything. Yeah. He sounds like he wants to keep it uh, a possibility still. Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay, well, Chriselle's also posted, by the way, now. She said, I've tried to embrace the world I found myself in, and that includes being open and honest about my relationships. It felt scary and terrifying knowing that it may not end in what society deems, deems a success and what I'm ultimately looking for. But after many long, heartfelt talks, I'm choosing to see it as a success no matter what the label is attached to it publicly. That is such a Chriselle thing to say. She's always like, you know, I'm going to learn a lesson. She's pretty cute. Um, Jason was and is my best friend. There you go. Oh, Another one ooh. there. Friend zone. <laughs> um, so here is something interesting, though. So this got swept under the rug because, honestly, Brett Oppenheim, who also is in Selling Sunset, but just barely. It's like he he's in it enough to probably get some royalties, but he's such a side character, even though he's Jason's twin. He also went revealed that he's he's single now, too. He started dating a woman in April of this year, and he was doing like a Q&A on his Instagram story. Somebody said, are you single? I said, well, even though this question has nothing to do with real estate, I will answer it. And he said, as of very recently, actually, yes. Spinoff show, Oppenheim Brothers go to Vegas. Oh, Let's my. do it. Oof. That would be... Uh... Sounds like that would be an X-rated show. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. I mean, uh, it's it's kind of crazy that both the brothers brothers are dealing with a breakup at the same time. That is such twin energy. Yeah, it is really big twin energy. So, I mean, hopefully they can just mourn those relationships together at a big party I'm or something. Sure they'll find a way. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, he says, he claims on a podcast that he keeps getting mistaken for Ben Affleck at a pizzeria that he regularly goes to in New York City. He says, there's this pizza place in East Village in New York that I've been going to for years. They believe I'm Ben Affleck, and I've never corrected them. I feel like it would not go over well if I revealed. I think that's a little sus. I, I do too, yeah. I'm I'm on board. I think... That is the perfect thing to say as the owner of a very successful marketing company mm-hmm. when you just attach yourself to a man who has a lot of sexual assault accusations against him. You want to come up with something else for your PR company. Uh, yeah. That's, it's, yeah, it's just diverting attention at this point. I honestly think so. And it's yeah. not like anybody's Ryan Reynolds didn't know. Nobody knew of these accusations until they came out, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a great way to just move on quickly. Change the conversation. Yep, you got it. Exactly. Yep. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It is time to beat Backstage Ben. We've got Dan on the line. Good morning, Dan. Morning. How are you? I am great. How are you? What are you up to right now? You at work? You at home? You on holidays? What's the sitch? No holidays yet. I am uh, at work. Just getting ready to go here. Where do you work? Are you allowed to say? Uh, I'm in uh, Waterloo. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, leave mm-hmm. very mysterious. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. When do your holidays start? Actually, today is my last day, so I am. Oh, buddy. So, is your mind at work? Do you have a job where like you have to be serious and focused, or you kind can you kind of just have a write off day? That's what I like to call no. it when you go to work, but you're not really there. I got to be serious, unfortunately. Ah. Oh. That's why you had to be mysterious about where you work. I get it now. Well, and you you got to be serious because you're on uh, you're on beat backstage Ben right now. You got to take that seriously. (laughs) That is all. The stress is unimaginable right now. (laughs) I I can tell that you are physically shaking while speaking to us, Dan. Do you have any fortes when it comes to the trivia world? Do you have any you know specific topic that you know a lot about? Uh, yes, useless knowledge. Oh, Oh, good. Hey, we share that. 
Perfect. This sounds like the right contender for Ben. Okay, well, if you've never heard Beat Sack Backstage Ben before, Benny's going to leave the room. Uh, full disclosure, I am not in the London studios today. We are actually talking to each other over Zoom this morning, so I'm watching Benny physically walk out of the room right now. However, I don't have our dingers this morning, so I'm going to have to just make the noises myself. But either way, I am going to read Dan three questions. He's going to answer them. Benny will then come back in the room. I'm going to have to... Oh, I totally forgot about this. I'm going to have to send him a WhatsApp voice message. I'll yell at him through that so he knows to come back in the studio. He will answer the same three questions and we will see who wins. 50 bucks to McDonald's is on the line. Dan, are you ready to beat Backstage Bet? I sure hope so. (laughs) Okay, here we go. First question. What does a red flag mean in auto racing? Red flag means you are disqualified. Hopefully. I don't know. Yeah. It actually simply means you need to stop. Oh. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. Bit of a trick question. I'm sorry. I grabbed these from trivia books today. <laughs> <laughs> Second question. What is the international radio code for the letter V? Oh, man. What's... Oh. <laughs> I knew this would happen. I'm going to say Vox. It is Victor. I should have known that too. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Third and final question, Dan. I am throwing all the vibes your way. And and listen, even if you don't get this one, we know you're just all your brain power is used for your very important super secret job. (laughs) Third and final question. Whose right-hand man is Mr. Smee? Mr. Smee? Yep. Me, me. Oh, uh, okay. Me, it's like a kid's movie. I remember <laughs> someone always yelling for Smee. Who is that? Uh, I am drawing a blank. I'm going to say, I can picture the guy. I want to say Despicable Me, but it's not. Oh, that's like your guess. Little, uh, I'll say Despicable Me. I can't think of it. <laughs> what a pathetic loser. Oh, no. Don't wait, wait, wait. We are not going to self-trash talk. You only can trash talk Ben. I will not allow a self-trash okay, talk on sure. Beatback Stage Ben. Anyway, the correct answer, Captain Hook. Way more yes. old school than Groot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know. Those answers that you think you you know the answer to, and then you just brain gap when it happens. That was me on every single test <laughs> I've ever taken in school. Okay, so I'm going to send Benny a voice message right now. Benny! And hopefully, with our wonderful Wi-Fi, he will get it. I see one check mark on our WhatsApp chat. I see two. Uh, have they lit up blue yet? Yes, they have. So I'm going to assume that Benny's making his way back in the studio. Hopefully, he has the key card to get in the studio. Oh, he does. He does. Okay. That's awesome. Darn That's it. good. Did you enjoy the Benny yell today? That Did was a work? good one, yeah. Excellent. Uh, Benny, Dan went zero for three. Oof. Ouch. Yeah. Laura, you're making it too hard. We're in holiday mode. I'm sorry. Today they are just grabbed from a uh, random trivia book, so I can't. I can't even take a lot of credit. Okay. I don't really don't anyway because I learn these questions every single day. Okay, uh, Dan, would you like to trash talk Benny? Absolutely. How couldn't you with over three? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say. 
I hope you somehow get disqualified or go minus one for three. Okay. Well, uh, Laura will somehow make it happen, I'm sure. Yep. Without Ref Jeff here today, I will try to find a way to make him lose severely. First question. (laughs) First question, Betty. What does a red flag mean in auto racing? That's the final lap? It means you have to stop. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yep, yep. That adds up. Okay, second question. What is the international radio code for the letter V? For V? V yep. is in Victor? Ding, yeah. ding. <laughs> I can't. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what a sarcastic, a deflated bell, ding, know? ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, third and final question. Whose right-hand man is Mr. Spee? Captain Hook. Ding, ding. Yay! Uh, I'm sorry, Dan. I was really... Uh, I, yeah. This wasn't one I expecting Benny to get the radio code thing. Yeah, that's not fair. It really fair. wasn't. It says not fair? <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. You guys work on radios. Oh, we've never had genius yeah, letters oh, before. <laughs> certainly. Dan, have you heard this show? We can barely speak English half the time. Let alone I'm just joshing you guys. Enunciate. <laughs> Second from a girl, how are you now? I'm from Ripley, Ontario. We do not use codes like Victor. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for playing, Dan. Uh, No $50 to McDonald's for you. However, you can try to beat Backstage Ben tomorrow morning around this time, 8.40 every morning. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. This debate, I'm sure, has been, it's been had before. However, it's gotten a new spark on Reddit from the, uh, the True Off My Chest subreddit. Yep. Somebody who had went to go see the new Spider-Man movie. I promise there's no spoilers. No spoilers. There's no spoilers here. Don't worry. Um, But they said that throughout the movie, somebody's baby was crying or screaming, and it made the movie significantly less enjoyable. They said the mother took the baby out only once after it had been shrieking for five straight minutes, despite it constantly making noise for about a third of the movie. Once she came back, it started to work itself up again. They said, this is their quote, I don't understand why you can't get a babysitter for your baby for the three hours you're going to be at the movies, but instead have to bring the baby to the theaters to actively make everyone's viewing experience worse. I don't mind babies in other settings, but a movie, let alone a loud action movie, Come on, theaters really need to ban babies. And that's where I ask for your thought, Benny. Well, my thought is the theaters um, encourage babies with certain shows. So there, when I worked at Cineplex, it was called Stars and Strollers, and it was baby-friendly atmosphere. So Stars and Strollers? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. We had um, <laughs> like we had a change table off to the side at the front of the auditorium. No way. So you way. could go change your baby. The lights were up a little bit so you could see what was going was on. The sound, spooky? Yeah, the sound was down a little bit so it's not blowing out little baby eardrums. So that's like that was the whole point of it was for moms who want to see a movie. It was always and it didn't have to be it wasn't always a kids movie. Like it could be any movie because the baby's not going to know it one way or another. So we'd have that, and it was available for moms who wanted to see a certain movie. That would be the best time for them to go. Babies obviously get in for free. They're not gonna. <laughs> they're not taking up too much space. Uh, it's gonna be twenty-one bucks. <laughs> yeah, popcorn. exactly. So I think. I mean, I I loved that, and and people took advantage of it when we had it. I don't know if it's still a thing or not. Um, 
But yeah, I, I feel like that's not necessarily appropriate to do in another situation. Like maybe, maybe certain ages should be, you know how it's like recommended that you don't bring kids to movies like that are obviously like rated 18 plus or whatever. Maybe, maybe that should be the case for some of these movies that aren't necessarily have that big scary rating on them, but could not be a good place. So I'm, I'm surprised to see actually in this comments, most people are like, no, this shouldn't. And it's from a lot of other parents saying, no, you 100% should not be taking your baby to a movie like this. It's not good for the baby. It's not good for other people. It's you probably don't baby. enjoy that's the movie. True. Yeah. But I mean, that's the that's the case in, in so many things where as a parent, you have to be considerate of other people and that your baby could be disruptive, especially like I can't think of many other examples where you just should not be taking your baby for the fact that it's going to ruin everybody else's time. <laughs> yeah. And I would say normally people are pretty okay with babies. And I don't know. Again, I'm going to just go out there and say it as somebody without kids. Like, I don't hate your baby. People just assume that childless people are going to judge the yeah. crap out of you and your baby. No, I'm just saying I just don't want to deal with poo and all that stuff. So Fair you enough. keep it. You keep Fair it. Yeah. It's probably pretty cute, you know, but that seems like a situation where you could actually ruin the experience of other yeah, people. Yeah, that, that is the parent being more inconsiderate, I think, than... That's why I... But I mean, hey, bring it back. If it's not a thing anymore, bring it back. Stars and Strollers was great. So we were actually getting a couple texts about Stars and Strollers. Somebody said, I went to one of those baby showings by mistake. I had to get a refund halfway through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That's as the guy, great. As the, uh, the daytime manager back in the day, I was the one issuing those refunds because... Oh, really? I'd box, and I mean, back when box offices had like, you know, a person behind it and you didn't just Oh, like the in kiosk. the little bubble there? Yeah. Yeah. But they would say, you know, like this showing, they should be saying anyways, like this showing is... Is a little different. It's four babies, yeah. (laughs) You're allowed in, but be aware, there will be babies. (laughs) You can go, but you're not going to have a good time. (laughs) It's like, maybe babies should make a petition, like, no single adults allowed in the baby showing. We won't go to yours if you don't go to ours. (laughs) Absolutely. You get six other show times the rest of the day. (laughs) It's possible.